We've been on the sermon series called Serving the Lord, the Secret to Your Elevation. There's more I want to talk on this thing because this is actually my life. You know, a lot of people pray. I pray by the grace of God. Three things I've come to know is what distinguishes a man's life. Number one, holiness is a defense. Obadiah 117 upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance first and holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. So first there's deliverance. We have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. That is deliverance. Then from there we come into holiness. Why? Bible says holiness without which you cannot see God. So if you want to see God at work in your life, you just have to live a holy life. He says, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. A lot of the time, people come to church, but they don't live a holy life. And they don't see results, and they say, oh, we go to church. So they move from churches to churches, looking for prophetic directions, and bath me, do this. The truth is, the Bible says that holiness without which you cannot see God. To see God doesn't mean you see him very kadochi. It means you can't see God at work in your life. So, when I got to know this truth, I live a holy life. Not because I am not tempted. Every man, if you will not be a womanizer, is because he fears God. It is in our DNA to misbehave. You listen to what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fear of God, Paul said, constrains us. Amen? So if you're a man and you want to see God at work, like the way every week I'm getting money, I'm, God is favoring me, I'm getting whatever I need, comes to me. The secret is holiness. Because holiness without which I cannot see God. Listen to me. When we say serving God, we are talking about a complete devotion to God. What do I mean? A complete devotion to God. So your hand is seven, your head is seven, your heart is seven, your body is seven, your pocket is seven. Everything about you is serving God. When we say we are serving God, we serve God with everything. And we make a difference when we show up. First Corinthians 9 verse 17. For if I do this work of my own free will, then I have a reward. But if it is not of my will, but by God's choosing... I've been entrusted with a sacred stewardship. It means that when I do the work out of a free will, I am rewarded. But if it is not of my will, I must understand it is God's choosing and I've been entrusted with a a sacred stewardship. So if I don't serve God faithfully with my life, he doesn't reward me because it is a very important work. And because he doesn't do it, I will live with the consequences of it. Every child of God is called by God to serve him. So you want people to serve you. What are you doing for God? If you don't do for God, why would he cause people to give back? That is the problem of the church. A lot of the times we are all looking for stuff. But we are unwilling to do stuff for God. If nobody will work for God, the Bible says the person who does it out of a free will receives a reward. So can you imagine if I have 100,000 for 20 people to work and one person work? How much will I give to the one person? Is it not the 100,000? That's why I'm more greedy when it comes to serving God because I want to do it alone. Because when the reward is coming, I don't want to share. Why do you think I keep getting more blessing than you? Are you? Am I better than you? Is it because I'm a pastor? No. 
One day somebody was talking, saying, because you know people. I said, it's not about knowing people. You don't know people. I am so committed to serving God that because I do it freely and willingly, I'm always receiving. When you are willing, God rewards you with it. And I'm going to show you some, some deep scriptures in the Bible. Mama, see, if I were you, I would look for an opportunity to serve in church because the reward is endless. Most of the time, we want human applause. I was speaking to a man. He owns one of the banks in Ghana now. When he was young, every day sharing flyers. Talking to people about Jesus. Telling them that there's, 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 there's life in Christ. Sharing flyers. Mama, today, he's a majority shareholder of a bank in Ghana. And he's less than 50 years old. Hear me? Anybody that commits to the advancement of the kingdom agenda... There is no way you'll be disadvantaged. First Chronicles chapter 9, verse number 17. And the porters were Shalom, and Akub, and Talmud, and Ahiman, and their brethren. Shalom was the chief, who hitherto waited in the king's gateway. They were porters in the companies of the children of Levi, who were the Levites. They were the people who served God. These were porters. They were people who served. They were workers in, with, with, along the company of the Levites. And Shalom, the son of Kor, the son of Ebiasaf, the son of Korah, and his brethren of the house of his father, the Korahites, were over the work of the service, talking about God's house, keepers of the gates at the tabernacle. And their fathers, being over the host of the Lord, were keepers of the entry. So these were people who were serving in God's house. They were not Levites. They were the Korahites. Yet, they were keepers. They were serving alongside the Levites. Now, look at what God will say. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, was the ruler over them in this time, in, in time past. And the Lord was with him. The people were serving God. And the Lord was with him. Anytime you want God to be with you continually, serve in his house. Save. The Lord was with him. Child of God, people go to Achia to pray for 90 days. I saw a lady that just came from Achia Mountains. She went for 90 days prayer. Good. I hear his friends have been there for five months. Good. I'm Child of God, what are you doing for God that when calamity must befall you, God will look at that work that you've done for him save you. Mama, what are you doing for God? That even when calamity must befall you, God will look at what you are doing, Ima, and say, because Ima has always been committed. What does it cost you? in serving God. Does it cost you? Or you serve God out of your convenience. We call for prayer. You won't come. Yet you will make time for funeral. Make time for wedding. Make time for naming. Make time for party. Make, you make time for everything but God. I pray that, that, that it will cost you something, Papa. See, most of us, it doesn't cost us anything. If the thing is not convenient, it's not God. That's us. Look at it. Verse 22. All these. Let me go to verse 21. And Zachariah, the son of Meshelemiah, was porter of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. All these which were chosen to be porters in the gate were 212. These were reckoned by their genealogy in their villages. Whom David and Samuel the seer did ordain in their set office. So they and their children had the oversight of the gates of the house of the Lord. Namely the house of the tabernacle by walls. 
The people were known, reckoned by genealogy. It means when you serve God, it transcends your generation. When you serve God, whatever is a limitation is lifted by its own accord. First Chronicles chapter 9, verse number 27. No, verse 26. For these Levites, the four chief porters, were in their set office and were over the chambers and treasures of the house of God. And they lodged round about the house of God because the charge was upon them and the opening thereof every morning pertained to them. The people bear the responsibility to open the church up for God's people to come in. You carry a burden of this church on you. Is it a burden or is it on Pastor Daniel? Your lack of commitment to serving God has put a limitation on what God can reward you with. What I'm preaching is a serious matter. I didn't come to bash you. I came to tell you that there is a secret to life. Your elevation is not dependent on I'm doing 100 days fasting. Fasting is good, but the secret is in service. The Bible says, and Abraham believed God and it was reconnoitered. See, one day I said, I'll teach you about my pastor's anointing. I said, Pastor, I can forgive your sin and your sin is forgiven. I can say God will, God will bless you. Not because God has spoken, but because I have spoken in the name of God as God's servant. God will honor it because I'm, I'm an ambassador of God. And when I speak, God legislated. How did I get this authority? Because I have submitted myself to service. And the Lord round about the house of God because the charge was upon them. I pray that may you lodge around the church because the charge is on you. I, I pray, I pray, sir, that see, may you be a, a person who carries the burden of this church because it charges on you. God, this is my assignment. I am called to do this for such a time like this. Where is your heart? Where is your commitment? Where is your devotion? Nobody backslides one time. It's gradual. Things start taking your attention. Anytime you are serving God, remember there will be things that will be distracting you. Why? Because there's a reward. Anytime God wants to elevate you, the enemy will distract you. And how does he do that? By pushing you out of your place of assignment. I am looking for millionaires who will be standing at the gate. Welcoming people. People are getting down from car. Hello. Oh, welcome to church. You are helping the person. Because you are the first person who receives, God will place upon you a grace to impact. Verse 28, certain of them had the charge of the ministry verses that they should bring them in and out by tail. He says some of them were appointed to oversee the verses and all the instruments of the sanctuary and the fine flour and the wine and the oil and the frankincense and the, some of you, your assignment is to pray people into the church. Some of your assignment is to bring people into church. Some of your assignment is to make sure the instruments that are used in church are in full function. Some of you, yours is to pay for it. Which one is yours? You serve God with everything you have. You have to be generous towards God. Because when you are generous towards God, God becomes more generous towards you. The devil will always distract you with something that will be a reason why you won't come to church. Some of them, verse 29, also were appointed to oversee the vessels and all the instruments of the sanctuary. And the fine flour and the wine and the oil and the frankincense and the spice. And some of the sons of the priests made the ointment of the spices. Now look at something. Let's look at an armor bearer. Who believed that his charge was to be the one to defend the king. First Chronicles chapter 10 verse 1. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. And the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines. And fell down in Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines followed hard after Saul. And after his sons and the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Melchishua the son of Saul. And the battle went Saul against Saul and the archers hit him. And he was wounded of the arches. Then said Saul to his armor bearer, 
Draw thy sword and thrust me through their way. Lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor bearer would not, for he was so afraid. Who was he afraid of? God. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise on his sword and died. The guy identified with the king. He believed his responsibility was to protect the king, who was the light of Israel. Because by the time they came to tell David, David said, how come the light of Israel has gone down? See, Saul's armor bearer, he felt so responsible for the king, that even when the king says, stab me, he says, I can't do that. I fear God. I cannot kill you. And this is my pastor. You go and say, oh, your pastor's weakness. It becomes a news in the place. Sometimes even your dream, the dream that the pastor was not responsible for, that you dreamt about him, that is the one you are telling people. Hmm, I had a dream. May you not destroy your own leader. May you not kill. See, in serving God, everybody that God commits you to serve under, protect that vessel. He felt responsible. He would not. He fell on his own sword. Ah, if the king is dead, what, 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 what do I have to do? Some of you, you go on social media and write nonsense about the church. The church is not a one-man church. It is the church of Jesus Christ. When we get to heaven, they will ask us, is this faith life charismatic church? Or Vida International Church. No. They will say God's church. Don't come to church and be so offended by your leader, by your your your, your department leader that you leave the church as if the church is for the department leader. Faith life church, excuse me, it's not for me. When I die, a pastor will take over this church and run with it. And please listen to me. Never ever come to a point where you think that you are the best person that the church has ever found. There are people who are far, 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 far better than you. Better! They are in the pipeline, they are waiting. And when God can't find anybody in the church, he will bring in new people. It's actually a privilege for you to serve. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 19. You need to understand that blessings are outcomes of obedience. Blessings, they are outcomes of obedience. If you will serve God, look at what the Bible says. He says, I have called heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. He tells us what to choose. God put you into a church because there's something that you can supply to the church. Everybody here. Don't just come and just sit down to receive. What can you do for God? What are you doing for God? Because if God knows that by five o'clock you must come to church. Whatever you will do to make sure that you finish your work well. You see, until a choice is made, you cannot commit God's integrity to bless you. You must make a choice. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 22. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 8. Now he that planted and he that watered are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Please look at the scripture. He says that everybody, whether you planted, whether you watered, whether you brought the person in or you made sure the person stayed in church, both of you will be rewarded. But it will be according to how much you committed into it, how much you served. Somebody came to church. I was observing a teaching pastor here for a long time. A teaching pastor didn't know the person was observing. So the person approached me and said, I like him, pastor. His heart is committed to the church. What can I do for him? What does he do? I told the person. And the person gave me a contract. In his commitment to God will cause God to put your love into somebody's heart. Then the person will give you a contract. You can meet somebody you have never met before. And say, I like you. 
when I listen to your philosophy about why you want to add value to children's life, your philosophy about educating children is so good that I have this have this organization who are looking for people to sponsor in the area of education. We have a million for you. You have a business plan for it. I say, oh yeah, I've been thinking about having a recreational center and doing this and this and this to add a certain value and extra curriculum activity to add value to children. So I say, take the money. You don't have to pray for it. It is because you have served God. God is now now ready to reward you. When you serve God, God assumes the responsibility to choose how you are blessed. It said in the scripture, put it on the screen. You shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread and your water. And take sickness away from you. He said there shall none be barren in all my holy mountain. What does it start with? You must serve. You shall serve the Lord. So my responsibility is just to serve. His is to bless water. Bless my bread. Take barrenness away. In other words, there's no way I can be unproductive. One of my daughters in this church have been serving me faithfully. And the sweetheart said, you deserve something better. Let me get you a place. Get the person a place. Air condition, everything. Everything has to be brand new. They retro the entire place. Brand new AC. Brand new chair, brand new TV, brand new curtain, brand new everything. The heart with which he was doing it was because there's a compelling force by virtue of your service. You have come into a place of reward. See, it's a practical servant. That's why I'm mentioning your names. Because, sir, when you serve God, you can never be disadvantaged in life. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 to 26. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy, and thy, and I will... No, in whose land? He said, the number of your days I will give me a different translation. Let me give them this this scripture, message translation or NLT or something. You must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, I will bless you with food and water. I will protect you from illness. There will be no miscarriages or infertility in your land. And I will give you long full lives what do i have to do is it prayer is it deliverance is it prophetic direction it's what listen to me you are not serving a leader you are see see you are not serving a church you are serving the lord when you come to work here you are not serving a leader you are serving who it's a great privilege and an honor to serve god it's pride and arrogance that will make you think you are doing God a favor. You cannot favor God in any way. He, see, see, it's even a privilege. Because the people who are mad on the street, you are not better than them. The people who are sick in hospital, you are not better than them. For God to give you the strength, even the grace to be able to stand and lead prayer, or sing, or dance, or play instrument, it is a privilege from God. And you are not better God. And so when he gives you a responsibility to do something for him, please don't play games with it. Because when it comes to God, he protects his own and he rewards those who honor him. Samuel said, it is better to please God than to offer sacrifice. Say, God, it's not my house. Sometimes you may think that, oh, pastor, he likes quality things. It's the one I'm serving. I asked him, you want it? We are too smart about what we give for God. I mean, yeah, they are drink kakretia dena, where boy When it comes to God, you want to give him nonsense. Have you seen the cars that presidents drive? Have you seen the places they live? 
Now, why is it that when it comes to God's house, we want to make the place nonsense? You know, when a bank had come for this, this facility, they would have raised the value of the facility and made it because of the kind of people they want to attract. Why is it that when a church comes, you want us to put linoleum carpet here and sit in heat? Is he not our father's house? Is he not a great king? He says in Malachi, if I be a father, where is my honor? If I be a God, where is my glory? Where is my respect? Out of God. Do you honor God? How do I know? It's the way you treat him. It's the way you treat his house. Why not come and clean? Make it a responsibility, a charge on you. This is what I will do for God. This is what I'm doing for God. This is my assignment. If God needs anything, my money is the first. Ask my wife, she'll tell you. Serving God is a, it's not a difficult thing. Choose God above everything. Sacrifice for God above everything. And you won't struggle again. The doors that are shut for people, they are open for people. If you like, choose to serve God. My senior pastor, Reverend Dr. Anthony Kudo taught me this. He said, Daniel, you pray a lot. I sacrifice him for God. I sacrifice him for God. Serve God. I post it. My life has changed. First, I used to pray for 11 hours a day, 9 hours a day, 10 hours a day. Eh, I don't pray like that. I serve more. I get more reward now. Close your eyes and pray, God, give me a heart of service. Give me a heart. I will serve God. I will serve God. No matter what, I will serve God. I won't be arrogant. I will serve God. No matter how much it will cost me, I will serve God. 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 Huh? I will serve. I will serve. Huh? Did he say when you are serving God, your head will not ache? Your leg will not pain you? Your stomach will not ache? There have been times I've come to church, I've gone on radio, and I'm having a running stomach. My head is aching. My tummy is hurting. My wife is not well. I choose to honor God first. You want to pray today? Say, Lord, from this day, I will carry the burden of the house of God. I will be a carrier of the burden of the house of God. I will, I, I will serve God. I serve God. I don't know how Joshua does it. No matter where Joshua is, he will come to church. Even if he has to go somewhere, he will come and make sure things are working. Child of God, praise God. No matter what, I will choose you first above any other thing. I will choose you. Come on, lift up prayer. 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 You will be committed. Lift up prayer. You will be committed. Lift up prayer. Say, Lord, I will serve you. Lord, I will commit to you. Lord, I will be dedicated. Lord, I will be devoted. Lord, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will serve you. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will serve you. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Lift up prayer. I say, Lord, I will serve you. They say, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you are diligent in your pursuit of God, God will reward you. God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. It is my prayer today that as you commit to serving God, God will make a way for you. The Bible tells us in Colossians 3, verse 17. Colossians 3, verse 17. It says, In all that you do, you do it in the name of the Lord. They say, For whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord. In other words, whatever you do, you must know that you are doing it for the Lord. You are doing it for God Almighty. You are not doing it for man. You are doing 
doing it for the Lord. That's saying, God, I will be committed. I will go back to my first love. I will be committed to serving. I may not understand it all, but it will cost me something to serve you. It will cost me something to serve you. I will not serve you out of nothing. David said, I have learned by experience that I will not give God anything that will not cost me. Child of God, God wants to, it to cost you something as you serve him. This is the way God has called me. God has called me into God's house. I am called to be a gatekeeper in the house of God. I am called to give oversight of the gate. He said God was with him. God was with him. Concerning Phinehas, the son of Eliezer. The Bible says he was the ruler over them in time past. And the Lord was, was with him. The Lord was with him because he was he was a keeper. I pray you will not get out of God's assignment for your life. I pray you will not miss out on the best God has for you. I pray you will be so committed, dedicated you will be committed to the house of God. You will be a porter of the door of tabernacle of the congregation. You will be chosen to be a porter in the gate and it shall be reckoned unto you by your genealogy in the name of Jesus that wherever you are, are your children's children's children will benefit from seven will benefit from seven will benefit from your devotion and commitment to God in the name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus I bless you with the blessing of heaven above and with the treasures of the earth beneath as you commit to serving God as you commit to serving God the Lord will bless you the Lord will favor you the Lord will establish you in Jesus name somebody say amen